Welcome back to Ask Me Anything, where Pastor J.D. Greer answers your questions. We are actually in the middle of a bonus series as J.D. is answering some of life's biggest questions. This series is called 12 Truths and a Lie. In this episode, we want to consider a question that I probably get more than any other, especially among college students, and that is, how can I know God's will for my life. God, which way is the right way for me to go? I mean, all of us have prayed that at some point, right? And which school should I go to? Um, should I go to grad school now? Should I take the job? Should I go out with him or break up with her? Or questions like, you know, should I pursue a divorce? Or which school is best for my child? Or where should I live during retirement? No matter what your age or what part of the Christian life you're in, this is a question we ask. And honestly, it's probably one of the main causes of stress in our lives. Am I going to make the right decision? Uh, anybody remember the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure novels? I read those as a kid. I loved them. They were my favorites. You'd be reading the book, and then you'd have this this choice, and it would say something like, um, you're being chased by a flock of rabid wolverines, and an old lady invites you into a house to escape. If you want to accept her invitation, turn to page 210. If not, turn to page 130, and I'd accept the invitation because I'm a trusting person. I'd, I'd turn to page 210. Turns out she was a witch, and so she puts a spell on you and cooks you in her stew. The end. And I think, oh, if only I would have known, then I wouldn't have made that terrible decision. And that's how we see the will of God. It's like we've got these two doors in front of us. And one one probably leads to peace and prosperity. And the other, oh, doom and destruction. And oh, God, if only I knew and God, show me your will. Eventually, in reading these books, I got to where I'd, I'd start with the last page with the happiest ending. And then I'd read backwards. Uh, probably indicates something disturbing about my personality. But wouldn't it be great if we could do that in life, figure out kind of which of our decisions would lead to this place we want to be and then and then work our way backwards. Um, how do we know what God wants in this situation since we can't really see that particular, you know, ending on on earth? How do we know what God wants in a situation and how can we we trust that he's leading us to the place that he wants us to be? You know, when you come to the decision, is it like a warm, serene feeling of peace that suddenly fills your heart when you think about the right decision? I've heard people say that, like when the name of that college, I just, you know, I got this feeling of peace. Is, is that it? Or do we, you know, learn to see God's hand in strange coincidences? You know, like, oh, the randomness of this event, that had to be God. Uh, a friend of mine told me recently that he was pulling back into his driveway with his dad when seven doves took off out of the yard. And my friend's dad said to him, he said, see, son, there's my sign. The dove is God's preferred animal to show his will, like Noah sending it out of the ark to find an olive branch or a dove descending on Jesus to show he's God's son. And seven is God's number for completion, which means the decision is over. God is with me. You know, is that the kind of thing we're looking for? My, my friend was like, I wasn't sure to tell my dad if that was the right way to think. Those are great questions, and one that I've had, and probably you have too. And so I want to acquaint you with a favorite psalm of mine, because it's about how God guides us. Uh, the chapter in 12 Truths and a Lie is about discerning the will of God. This kind of comes at it from a different angle. Um, it's an important psalm about God's guidance, and the point of this psalm is that the question is not how God guides as much as it is who God guides. When the Bible talks about God's guidance in our lives, it puts the emphasis in a different place than we usually do. It puts more emphasis on knowing God and trusting him and becoming the kind of person that God wants you to be. It puts more emphasis there than it ever does in detecting some mystical guidance, some kind of spiritual Geiger counter to figure out where the Holy Spirit is at work. 
uh, in a particular decision. Uh, in fact, here's your big idea for the day. Um, Tim Keller, Tim Keller, from whom I've learned a lot on this subject. Uh, Tim Keller says that the question in this psalm and pretty much every place in the Bible that we talk about the word of God is not how God guides, but whom God guides. I want us to look at Psalm 25. In fact, if you have a Bible, you might actually take it out and, and look at it because this is a, a psalm of David's that's a prayer for guidance. And it's a great template for how you and I can pray for guidance in our lives. In fact, if you look at verses 12 and 13, you'll see it's about guidance. Uh, look at this, verse 12. Who is this person who fears the Lord? He will show him the way that he should choose. That's guidance. Verse 13, he will live a good life and his descendants will inherit the land. And that's like, that's what I'm looking for there, a happy ending to my life. I want you to notice first that the guidance that David is trusting God for in the psalm touches lots of different spheres of his life. There are allusions in this chapter to relationships, their uh, family dynamics, career choices, even parenting decisions you can see alluded to in this psalm. Uh, and I point that out because you might be the kind of person who thinks that God only cares about the really spiritual stuff, you know, that that's all he cares about. And he's not interested in the mundane parts of your life or the normal parts of your life. I need you to put that away, okay? God is a God who loves every single part of you and wants to be involved in every part of your life. And he wants to put his blessing over every part of your life. And that's why we see David trusting God for his guidance over every single inch of his life. David sums up his hope for God's guidance. He does it at the beginning and the end of this psalm. Take a look at verse two. He says, my God, I trust in you. Don't let me be disgraced in anything, in any sphere of my life. Don't let me be disgraced. And then verse 20, guard me, he says, guard me and rescue me. Do not let me be put to shame. Again, in any area of my life, I don't wanna be put to shame because God, in all areas, I take refuge in you. So the question you're probably asking is, yes, this is what I want. So what do I have to do to experience that kind of guidance? What do I have to do to have that kind of rest, knowing that I'm where God wants me to be? And so I'll remind you, the question of this psalm is not how God guides people like that. The question is whom he guides. So our real question is, what kind of person receives the guidance of God? And what I wanna do from this psalm is give you three characteristics of the person whom God guides. Thanks for listening. Get more 12 Truths and a Lie, answers to life's biggest questions from Pastor J.D.'s upcoming book by clicking in the link in the show notes below. We'll answer more of your questions next week here on Ask Me Anything.